Hey, I'm Marcel. I'm AJ. And welcome to The Cellar. Alright, well welcome back to The Cellar where it goes down more than in the DMs. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome, welcome. And if you're coming back after episode one, thank you. And welcome back. <laughs> you know, it's great to have everyone here for another episode here in the cellar. Um, hopefully everyone's going to have uh, some more fun with us today. And on this episode, we wanted to take a dive into the place that uh, AJ and I call home. You know, the beautiful city by the bay. Uh, with me, as always, is AJ. What's up? Welcome back. Thank you for coming back after episode one. If you're a new listener, welcome to the cellar family. You know, everything like that. So, like we talked about last time, Marcel and I... You know, we've known each other for a long time. Grew up in San Francisco, from San Francisco, born and raised. Yup, yup, native. Marcel too. Like we're, yeah, we're are what we people call natives. But at this point, I feel like we're a rare breed. But we can get into that a little bit after. Uh, just growing up in San Francisco, I feel like it's. I feel like Marcel will agree that it's it's changed a lot. Definitely. <laughs> and it's kind of. It's interesting to, to, to look back on when I was a kid running around hanging out at my grandparents. They lived in Bernal Heights, which that already is different. Completely. Completely different. And where you're from. Yeah. I mean, I grew up out near the Excelsior, which is now considered Outer Mission where I live. It used to be the whole Excelsior redistricted. Obviously, the whole political crap. But even that in itself has changed a lot. Everything's super different. And I just, even when I go through those areas now, or even when I go to meet up with you at your house, I already see the difference of how things were. And I just, I know that us being here for as long as we've been here and people that, you know, we grew up with that are still here, we all think and see things the same way. Yeah, and I, I feel like now it's just so different. Even looking at like Muni, you know, our, our public transportation here, if you're not from San Francisco, it's called Muni. Like that's, that's the public transportation, all the buses that we take. We have an underground like train kind of thing. that Light it, rail. It wants to be a train light rail, but it's not really a train that never really functions properly. I cannot begin to tell you how many times I got stuck in the same tunnel. And if anybody who is from here will already be saying this as they're listening to this, it's that one tunnel from Forest Hill and you're going to Castro and it just, it always just stops. That tunnel just seemed like the longest tunnel and you would never get through there. And that's, that's Muni. And that's the reason once I got my license, yeah, I, never exactly. jumped, I never jumped on Muni again. Exactly. Or how unreliable it was back in the day. Cause now I know when I did have to take the bus every now and then, um, it's sometimes it is a little bit more convenient to take public transportation because now with San Francisco the way it is now, traffic is just insane. You can't you can't even go anywhere without being prepared to sit at least thirty minutes to go to exits. I think the funniest thing about it is San Francisco is literally seven by seven square, like yeah. it's tiny, right? But to get from like Daly City end to like Embarcadero yeah. end. You're literally there stuck an hour. Exactly. And, and this is on a car, not even on a bus, like yeah. on a car. Exactly. And so I would have to take the bus sometimes to get to places. And I would stand there and I'm like, oh, damn. I'm like, it's telling me it's coming here. I have one option at seven, seven minutes and another option in 15 minutes. But in high school or when I would take the bus in middle school and had to like sprint across to catch the next bus, we didn't have a time. It was more so like, oh, I see the other one passing across the street. So mine must be coming soon. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what you think it would be, right? 
yeah, it's it's just really crazy how things really have changed. Even just the just just talking on the bus system. I mean, it's funny because you have people like even us nowadays. Like we, we know, at, you know, San Francisco has different names. Obviously, the city by the bay. You know, the peninsula. You know that people. Some people call it. You know, SFC, SF, San Francisco, the city, the city. You know, but I think one thing that like I've heard a lot lately with people that are new to, to San Francisco. Don't say is, it. I, I, I don't want to say it because it, it hurts, but Frisco. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of that. I know some people do refer to it as that and they are from here. But like for me, it's like you said, or SF, SFC. Exactly. Because when, when you're going, when you're coming from across the Bay Bridge. So for uh, again, for people who aren't from here, the Bay Bridge, you go across and you're in Oakland right away. So anybody that's from Oakland is going to be like, oh, I'm going to the city. Yeah. You're not going to hear anybody from the East Bay being like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop on the Bay Bridge and I'm gonna go to Frisco." Like, who says that? I'm it, sorry, yeah. Frisco is a town in Texas. In Texas, someplace. like, like I, I just don't get it. Like, I don't, I'm not a fan of that, and that's why I'm glad that you're on in the same boat as me regarding calling it Frisco. Like, dude, just refer to it as the city. Yeah. That, that's it's it's the city by the bay, the city by the water, SF. SFC SFC stands for a sucker free city for yeah. like real real with the the dollar sign as the S. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, it stands for San Francisco County. Nah, but if not. you're it's from sucker here, free city, bro. I, no, it's sucker free city to me. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just talking for those that are non-natives. You know, they need to know okay. what SFC stands for. The, the real now, word. now you know it's sucker free city. So anyone that's not from here, you are now from here because I told you that it's sucker free city. So so you know, send those props over. You know, send them to uh, to AJ because she's the one that told you. I'm keeping you with. The real, the the the, the yeah. you know, the real logistical yeah. actual <laughs> dictionary definition of what SFC stands for. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, you know, and the funny thing is, like, I, it it doesn't. It's not bad. I just it's weird, you yeah. know, to call it Frisco. Like, I have a cousin, you know, from the Bay Area. He's from Fremont, you know. So it, it, for those that aren't from here, that's in the East Bay, a little, you know, almost South Bay, and he calls it Frisco. He's like, my cousin's from Frisco, and I'm like, no, dude, I'm from San Francisco. I'm from SFC. I'm from the city, you know. Uh, So it it just kind of irks me a little bit. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, if anything, if you really don't want to go with nicknames, I think the safest bet is San Francisco. Francisco. (laughs) You know, Um, but that's kind of the thing. I mean, you know, so many names. I mean, even Tony Bennett came up and says, you know, I left my heart in San Francisco. You know, it's such an amazing city. I think one of the biggest things about San Francisco is that it's such a big city being such a small city. Exactly. There's that's very true because that that's crazy. You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> it's it's it is such a big city for such a small city. Yeah. And there's so much that happens here that you wouldn't believe like how small San Francisco is. But that also goes into you realize how small San Francisco is when you know a person who knows at least five other people that you know who has a cousin who went to school with you in elementary school. And that's that's the trickling down effect of living in San Francisco. It, you know how like the joke always goes, oh, I know somebody who's cousin, who's half brother, who's stepsister. You know, no, it's really real. It's really like that here. Like it's really <laughs> like, like my that. cousin's sister's girlfriend's brother. Yeah, yeah. we all went <laughs> to the same high school or we, you know, we worked together yeah. at this place. It's really that's how crazy it is, you know, because it really, you know, it's it's a huge city because it has so much to do, so much to offer. But when you think of it geographically, yeah. it's really seven miles by seven miles. Like San Francisco, and we're gonna talk. You know, just it fits like in inside Manhattan, and Manhattan's like I think three times as big as SF. You know, uh, 
I think one county in LA is probably twice as big as SF, you know, and it's just crazy because it really is tiny. And yet you hop in a car to get from one side to another, it takes you about an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. It's just really, really crazy. Um, I mean, I, I love living here. I mean, yes, it has changed. I mean, We've been here, obviously, without getting into ages, because I think we talked about that in episode yeah. one. You know, we've been here a couple decades already, and it's changed from when we were, you know, toddlers and, you know, kids to teenagers to, teens, exactly. to adults. And it still is a city that surprises you. Yeah, that's that's very true. But it's it's interesting to think of, I don't really remember the transition from being, like, not a toddler, but like a young, a young child. Just a child. Going into like the teenage years. I don't remember that transition as much, but I definitely remember the teenage years going into adulthood and now, like from yeah. like being a young adult into where we are now. And it's interesting to think, because I'm going to go back to the bus again, where back going to high school, taking the bus was it. You know, yeah. but when you're when you're there, I you would miss me with wearing my headphones on the bus. I'm not gonna have that on there. I'm not gonna take my phone out and stand at the bus stop with my phone out. Just I'm on alert. Yeah. I'm looking around all the time because that back then, especially when we were in high school, depending on what bus line you were on sure. or where you were going in any particular part of the city, you could be in a set of somebody and they just might wanna figure out where you're from. And yeah. I, you'd be sticking out like a sore thumb where they're like, They're not from here, let's you know, let's go mess with them a little bit. Yeah. Fast forward to today, I'm standing at the bus stop and you see I could spot a transplant a mile away because they're sitting out there with their beats on there for big old headphones. You their mean seven out. miles away. <laughs> <laughs> I could spot them from one edge of the city to the other side. I'll be standing at Ocean Beach and I can see you standing at Ghirardelli Square and I know that you're a transplant. But like that that you can spot it because everyone's so comfortable just standing around like oh nothing's gonna happen to me no one's gonna no one's gonna do anything here like this this that's how it's changed for me where i'm standing i'm like what the really you're comfortable with just standing here like exposed like that like even vulnerable like yeah like you know uh you know going through the mission you know as a kid i would go through the mission constantly you know i mean definitely was a place for me and my grandmother we would walk through the mission and you know those little shops you know that you would buy stuff and whatever and just you know produce stores and and all that um but you wouldn't be in the mission or on Valencia, you know, in 16th after 6.30, 7 p.m. Nope. You know, you go now on 16th in Valencia and it's popping. You know, popping you got Skylar, you yeah. got Double Dutch. <laughs> everything's cracking. You know, everything's cracking and, and people are there till 2, 3 in the morning and you're just like, this wasn't how it was before. You know, it was just a place where it was like you knew that it got sketchy after a certain time. You know, that's when all the other things that shouldn't be happening happen, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's crazy, you know, like another big thing for me is um, downtown. Downtown San Francisco, uh, wow. You know, back as a kid, you know, even high school, you'd walk through downtown and everybody, and I mean everybody was in a power suit. Power suit, power tie, power steering. Mm -hmm. You know, like everyone was in a suit. You knew that was Fidei for a reason. It was financial district for a reason, you know. And nowadays... You know, like, back in the day when you went through that, like, in school, like, you know, you'd be in our jeans or T-shirt or backpack. You'd walk through and they'd be like, yeah, you're not supposed to be here. You know that, right? Aren't you supposed to be in class? Like- <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but, but that's another story, you know. But, like, you know, but you would, you know, completely stand out. Like, you knew, like, you're not supposed to be there, like, you know, because you weren't working there, you know, if you were dressed that way. You know, you worked in, in the financial district, you were suited up. Women and men. Mm-hmm. 
nowadays, t-shirts, sneakers, hoodies, and a backpack, and that's almost dress code down in downtown. Which, which is, you know, in a, in a sense, it's changed completely. Like you would not see somebody in a hoodie in downtown. Now it's like you see it every second person coming through, you know. And I think that kind of leads into I think the misconceptions or stereotypes that are here in SF. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, they've changed, but they've also stayed the same. I think one of the biggest ones that uh, I hear all the time, mm-hmm. everyone from SF is gay. Oh, yeah, because of the cash. Because show. of the cash. Show. But, like, that's not even what it is. Cash show's popping, though. Like, I I go there, maybe, maybe, well, not right now, but, you know, before I was going out with – you know, some of my gay friends and everything, and it's popping. Oh, it's so much always. fun. It's always. And, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, we have a historical, you know, LGBT community. Yeah. Like Harvey Milk being the first, um, you know, was it, uh, I forget, was it district attorney? I, for, I forget. Yeah. But, you know, historically, like, I personally think that SFO should have been called Harvey Milk International. Yeah. Just saying. Exactly. Anybody's listening from SF, you know. It should have been Harvey City, Milk, yeah. It should have been Harvey Milk International. Come at me, all yeah. right? Because that's what it should have been. That's another story. <laughs> you know, but no, I mean, and, and if you think about it, even Castro itself is really a small section of San mm-hmm. Francisco. You, I mean, you have the Richmond. You have the Mission. You have... Um, Sunset. Sunset. You have North Pacific Beach. Heights, North Beach. Knob like, there's Hill, so, many, yeah. so many districts in San Francisco, and yet everybody that's not from San Francisco or the Bay Area yeah. when it's San Francisco's gay. Yeah. Why? Like, yes, understand. Historically, we have been always a safe haven, mm-hmm. and we're going to continue. We're yeah. going to be proud of that for always because, mm-hmm. you know, that's history. But for some odd reason, that's the only thing everybody will. Yet we have a big financial district, which yeah. a lot of people call us the New, the New York of the West, you know, because we're <laughs> yeah, a big yeah. financial point, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's crazy. You know, mm-hmm. like an, one of the biggest things that's crazy, too, is another stereotype is, we're hippies. Yeah. We are complete hippies. And again, that's one portion of the city, the Hay and Ashbury. Like it's it's one section. Not it's not even that. It's like a like how long do you think the hate is? Honestly, if I want to really say wanna, it's like four blocks yeah, long. Where if you really want to get to it being like the hippie area, it's about maybe where it's popping, maybe three to four blocks. Yeah. Which is hate I mean, yeah, it hate's changed too. Like but oh, you still time. but you still spot some like you go there to kind of see that culture a little bit, but even there, I feel like it's not the same anymore as opposed to when we were younger. Like it's not. So like yeah. you know, back in the '60s, you know, you had the whole free love kind of scenario and yeah. time. So you have the tie dyes, you have the the peace arts, you have the music, which is still part of of the hate Ashbury, but hate Ashbury, at least to me, and, and and correct me if I'm wrong, Asia, maybe you see it differently, but for me, has always been a place of unity a place where it's always evolving with the times which is what i think like it's always been something that is is integral Mm -hmm. like it's not something that it's like oh this is what it's going to be and stuck in time like it's always evolving yeah you know i see that so like back in the you know during the 60s obviously it was you know the quote-unquote hippie era that kind of scenario but now if you look at um you know, the hate Ashbury. I think it's a culture district if you really look at it. Like, yeah. you will have, you know, uh, you know, Nice Kicks, which is a company from Texas, is is now on the hate Ashbury. They have a storefront, Diamond Supply Company, which is a skateboard shop. You know, lifestyle brand is now there. Like, it's still culture. Mm-hmm. Like now, it's always been a culture district, and it's going to continue to be a culture district, big time in, in there. Um, 
you'll still get a you'll still find yourself tie dye shirts on the yeah, hand. Yeah, for sure. So if you need it, you know where to go. They'll be there. You know? Exactly. It's just crazy. It, you know how how things really have changed, even in small districts like that. You know, I think the other one, the big. That's more. I already know where you're going. Yeah. It, but it's more. It's it's evolved into this new one. Yeah, it's evolved into this one, and it's it's the techie. Thing. That's that's the new one. And don't get me wrong. I work in tech, so yeah. technically, I'm I'm a techie. Technically, technically, you're a techie. I'm a techie. Yeah. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. I it, it it's definitely a great business to work in and whatnot. Um, but not everyone's a techie. Once again, you know, you go to FIDA, yeah, you're going to have different companies like Twitter, Twitch, Google, you name it, we have it, you know. But you still have a lot of the financial trades, you know, that, that work there. You know, Fidelity, you know, Wells Fargo's biggest branch is literally right there in downtown. Shout out Wells Fargo! <laughs> <laughs> and that's another story. As you can tell, obviously, by, by episode two, we have stories on stories on stories. It's storyception here. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it once again, you, you know, you have it, but, like, everyone thinks, oh, San Francisco, techies. Yet, you you know, you have Seattle, Port, uh, you know, Seattle, you have Portland, you have Texas. You know, I think, uh, is it, you think it's Austin, I believe, is the tech capital in Texas. You know, other places that are our tech capitals as well, yet San Francisco. You know, and the funny thing is, if you really think about it, it's not San Francisco, it's Palo Alto. It's, yeah, it's that's, like, that's, yeah, Silicon Valley is not next door. It's you're it without traffic, you're looking at a cool like forty five minute drive. With traffic, you're looking at an hour and a half, almost two hours to get out there. So that's that's where all of that stuff is popping. It's not so much in the city. Yeah, like it's just it's just so funny because it's the city. And like I said, I get it. We do have some of the big companies headquartered in San Francisco, or, or at least they have satellite offices. But like Silicon Valley really is 45 minutes away. Yeah, like that's where it's at. That's that's where all the techies are technically at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it technically even in San Jose. Like San Jose is more yeah. of a – and that's South Bay. That's not even San Francisco mm-hmm. at all. That's It's still part of the Bay Area, but it's like on the south end of the Bay Area. And that's, I feel like, that's, like, more of a capital of tech. Mm-hmm. And yet San Francisco's Further the one down the peninsula. It. Like, you start off and you're gradually entering. Entering that area. Yeah, entering that area. And, and if you're not from the Bay Area or San Francisco, get a map. You'll find yeah, them all it's, it's, <laughs> we're talking just, about. Just follow. We, only, we have two main freeways here. It's got the 101. Keep going down. 101 South. And then we have 280 South. Just keep going down and you'll see all the little cities. Tech, 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 tech. Tech, 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 tech. Whoa. Yeah. Then, oh, it's like, oh, we're in San Jose now. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's just funny, you know. And, and obviously that's more of a new one, especially in the last maybe, what, five, ten years, I think. Yeah. I would I would say maybe like, maybe not ten, maybe like five to seven. Yeah. I think it became more of a, more of a thing recently. Yeah. I think it's definitely a more recent thing than anything. And then also this is another one that's uh, <laughs> a recent one, but we're all uh, the organic, the granola crunching people, you know, uh, which I'm not going to lie. Yes, we do eat healthy yeah, around I mean, here or we try, but yeah. that's just like taking it really overboard. I mean, out here, definitely for sure. Because I remember I worked in um, in Knob Hill, borderline tenderloin. So that's. For people that aren't from here, it's it's like a half, I don't want to say like upscale, but it's kind of like a semi like yopi area, mm-hmm. and then you turn to like the tenderloin, it, it's it's completely one eighty, <laughs> complete different situation. Like Dave Chappelle said, there's nothing tender about that motherfucker. Yeah, there's nothing tender about the tenderloin, but I mean tenderloin's popping, dude. Like, oh yeah, it's everything. Every little spot in San Francisco has like 
good food and all that stuff. But this is going to tie into working in Uphill. Working in there was the first time I ever had an acai bowl. And that's when I realized like four or five of these places were like, it was like a smoothie bar. And I'm like, that's your entire business. You're a smoothie bar and you're giving me a bowl of granola. Like that, that's yeah. what it is. And you walk down like further down on Polk and there's another one. And then there's another one. And I'm like, where the, where are you coming from? Why is this the thing? You know, one crazy one for me was I was in downtown. I was on Montgomery. Obviously that's like really middle downtown. You know, I was right after mission uh, on Montgomery and I saw this little spot and I'm talking about literally a hole in the wall. Mm -hmm. It was literally one person, a tabletop and a fridge in the back. The juice bar. Oh my gosh! You know what, what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. For those that don't know, the juice bar is really a glass bottle with freshly pressed juice. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not talking about freshly pressed apple, orange. No, we're talking about kale yeah. with banana <laughs> and kiwis <laughs> and you know beets with cucumber. Like some of them are good, some of them I'm like eh, it's a oh, yeah. It's buy a... buy these for your uh, seven day juice cleanse. Yeah, exactly. and, like... but, but a juice bar, though, for real. Yeah, like where did that come from? We were... I was I was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. And, and and the funny thing about it, when I paid, right, because I, I got one, I was thirsty. I was like, you know what, let's try it out, whatever. The girl handed me a uh, punch card, you know, with like if you buy like, I think it was like nine juices, get the 10th one free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is a thing that people will actually come back. Yeah, like you want to come back and <laughs> like, spend $7 on this small juice? Like, like Starbucks, I get it. Okay, coffee, yeah. I get it. Like, you know, rewards and all that kind of good stuff. But a juice bar? Mm -hmm. Are you serious? I was like, wow, um, okay. Hey, but don't get me wrong, the Masai bowls are fire. Yeah, they are. They're they're cracking. Like I'm I'm not I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking that this this the healthy kick. I mean, I'm I'm a plant-based diet person. So I I'm all about health, you know what I'm saying? And eating healthy because you know, the older I get, you know, we gotta take care of our bodies. We were at that that point in our life where this is where we gotta take care of ourselves. And this is where me being younger comes in because I haven't hit that this, point yet. Okay, but this, I will. <laughs> anyways, so the I'm not knocking the granola or all of these good places to eat in the healthy spots. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm drinking kombucha. Come on. <laughs> Bougie. <laughs> um, but that's just, that's just not what we're known for. That That's the point we're trying to make. Like we're not knocking any of these things. No, we're not, not we're not knocking hippies. We're not knocking techies. We're not knocking, you know, anybody that just anything. It's just, that's not what San Francisco is. And as a native, I just want to, you know, and Marcel wants to as well, just kind of give a, a good, introduction to yeah. what it to what the city really is if you're not from here and i think the biggest thing about it with, with the stereotypes obviously stereotypes like any stereotype in general has some kind of truth basis mm -hmm. you know lgbt community very strong safe yep. haven here in san francisco obviously that's historical here mm -hmm. hippies you know or the quote-unquote hippies obviously during the 60s san francisco hate ashbury techies once again i'm a techie yeah. you know and, you know, the granola, organic. I mean, we do. Like, you know, AJ, you know, your, your plant-based, mm -hmm. you know, diet. That's your lifestyle um, that you choose. You know, we do have the acai bowls, the juice presses, you know. So there is truth to this. Mm -hmm. I think what I, I want people to understand is that we're not just one thing. Yeah. We really are a group of things. Like, you can still find a lot of this stuff here in San Francisco, which is great. Like, yeah. it, it, I love the fact that it, because San Francisco is so small, you walk from one district to another, and it's you could feel the vibe that it has yeah. changed. It's that, you know, North Beach. Mm -hmm. Bomb Italian food. Yeah. Bomb Italian food. You know, the mission, bomb taquerias. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just all the fact that, you know, San Francisco really is diverse. Yeah. So it kind of hurts us as natives where somebody's like, 
San Francisco, you're just this. Yes. And in reality, when you're here, and, and I'm not even talking about non-natives, people that have lived here, you know, years already, they're like, you know, San Francisco really is mm-hmm. different. And it's always changing, which is, I think, the greatest thing about it because it changes with the times. You know, it's always about culture here in San Francisco, which is. which is awesome. And, and it's going to continue changing. I feel like, you know, we're going to be sitting down at episode, you know, 362 mm-hmm. talking about, damn, remember when we were remember talking back about in episode two when we talked about the city? Oh, so here's what else changed. Um, we're going to take this list down. <laughs> we don't have Muni no more. Yeah, we have this. Of, yeah, we, we teleport now and it's completely different. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, for real. We hop in. If you get that reference, you are cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you know what I mean. Like it's it's gonna change. It's gonna continue growing, mm-hmm. and it's just gonna be an awesome place to you know to be, yes. you know. And I think that's it's just crazy how I feel like, and I think you probably feel the same way. Where natives, we really are a dying breed, almost. We are. We I I like to refer to us as unicorns because when this this okay, this is an example. Um, when I used to take Lyft a lot to work. Or, you know, Uber. I'm pretty sure everyone has Uber and Lyft where they're at now um, with ride sharing. And um, the driver was like, oh, you know, what do you do here? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I work and everything like that. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, are you from here? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, really? Are you, like, born and raised? Or, like, you've been here a few years? And I'm like, oh, no, I've, I've been here I'm my entire life, born and raised. Born and raised. <laughs> and he was like, shut up. Me too. I hardly come across anybody that's from here. Yeah. And he was like, I already, he was like, I knew when you came in, it was a different vibe, but I didn't want to assume. And that's where that put into my perspective where I'm like, damn, like we really got to point each other out now where it's like, Hey, you're, we're, we're in this together because I feel like we're being outnumbered by all of the people coming in where I don't, I'm not tripping off of that. Like, that's cool. You want to come live here, come live here. But you know, people like Marcel and I who are, born and raised natives, like hardcore natives. I don't know anything else other than San Francisco. Obviously, I've visited other places, but I this is what I call home. So to come across someone who was surprised to see me and know that I still exist blew my mind. Yo, big time. Big. And that and that's why I, I started I try to say that we are like unicorns because we're it's almost as if we never existed. Like it's almost as if, oh, it's a myth. Like a unicorn? No way. Sasquatch? No way. You're a native? Y'all really, really? You still exist? That... <laughs> so we're, we're, we're part of Roswell yeah, UFO we're, yeah, Sasquatch? Yeah, we're, 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 we're an urban legend. Like, we, we don't exist, dude. Like, that that's how I took it. And I never really thought about it like that until he was like, yeah, all the people that I drive. And he was like, I never, I've never come across someone that's like, actually from here and that was probably one of like the chillest rides i ever had where we were just vibing talking about the city and it felt good to talk about that because you can't talk about that with everybody you know and that that blew my mind that's crazy because you know the funny thing about it is you know people will say you know um like you said we're, we're, we're unicorns we're we're a dying breed and then you know i was literally thinking about this and it's like we're a dying breed of natives of our era because mm-hmm. if you think about it, those that have moved here, you know, that aren't from here, and if they have kids, they're born and raised in San yep, Francisco. Yep, and they're going to be new natives. Exactly. New natives, but yeah. it's, a, it's a completely different evolution of native, you know, it's a completely scenario. But the, the real question is, is are, they, are there going to be future natives? Because if you think about it, we have more dogs per capita in San Francisco than we have children. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's great. Everyone has a choice. Not everyone wants kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, more power to you, um, you know. But the thing is, is 
if we don't have kids, is there a next generation of natives? Yeah. You know, to, to keep the stories going. That's an interesting perspective. I never... I never thought about that before because it is true that there are more dogs than there are kids. And when you and when you think about it, a lot of these people that do move here for work more than likely aren't going to set up shop and stay here forever. No, no, I feel like a lot of people they average about five years and they dip, and they go to where the next thing is at, or they're like, you know, okay, I've accomplished this. Let me relocate to you know, I've done everything here. Let me relocate to Southern California. Or people that moved from SoCal up here are moving back home. A lot of people could just be moving back to where they came from, where it's like, you know what, I had enough of this. I'm going to go back to what I know. And that could already be taken away from the population of potentially having a future native. Exactly. So that's interesting. And another thing about it is, is also, you know, like you're, we're even noticing it now where obviously when the tech boom started, you know, you know, like say seven, eight years ago, you know, everyone wanted to come to San Francisco. San Francisco, that was a popping spot to be. Yeah. Right? But now you're noticing, you know, uh, people are moving to Texas. You know, the people are moving to, to Portland, to Seattle. You know, because those are the next booming hubs of the tech industry. Yeah. You know, I have a friend of mine um, who, who may join us as a guest later on in the pod. Um, he works in tech. I worked with him at my, at my last employer. And he's, you know, the, the company that he's working for now actually just opened up their new, I think, their new headquarters in Texas, in Austin. Um, so they sent him out that way. And he was from San Mateo, you know, so he's from the Bay Area, you know, born and raised in the in the Bay Area. But now he's over there because that's where the job moved him to. So, you know, it's true. You're right. You know, some people last year, no more than five years, and then they're moving on to wherever their next financial endeavor takes them to. So will there be natives? Are we really, really a tying breed? Yeah. But then know? that also ties into another question where it's like, how long do you have to live here to be considered a local or a native? And that's hard to answer. I'm and, sorry. And if you're only staying here for so long, are you, have you even really experienced what it's like to be a local or a native? True. Because if you're from here, you know where all of like the sweet spots are and all of like the cool places to go, like the cool lookout points. Like we'll talk about this in another episode, but how you and I just sometimes we just cruise around the city. We call those mob nights where we just appreciate like where we're from. We play tourist. Like we like yeah. to play tourist in our own city because I think that's another thing where you're from here. You don't do a lot of the touristy things. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's why I wonder if when does someone who moves here for work become a native and live here as a local. True. And then I think that's your, you, you hit it right on the nail. Like I know people are going to kill me for this. I've never been to Alcatraz. Like get out. Right. This, the podcast ends here. It's over because I ended my 17 years, almost 18 years of friendship <laughs> with this guy who claims to be, he's from San Francisco, but has never gone to Alcatraz. Yeah. I've never, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, right? Like it's just, you know, that's just one thing. Obviously, it's still on my bucket list that I'm going to do eventually. In my Check life. it out. We're going to do the night tour then. I don't care. I'm taking you to the night tour because I've been wanting to do that for the longest time. And you're going to have to be ready to just be walking around that thing in the dark. That's how you're going to experience. And then another time, we'll do it in the daytime. <laughs> hey, I'm good. No, but you know, back. <laughs> stay tuned, y'all, because we're going to let you know when he finally goes to Alcatraz. <laughs> right? We're going to be like Marcel. Uh, By the way, in episode, remember back in episode two? We're going to be on episode like. 70 and i'll be like hey y'all like guess what marcel finally went to alcatraz oh man <laughs> all right hey, i'm appalled I'm, I'm sorry i know people are gonna kill me for that one i know it's a big one um but i feel like the individuals that are you know non-natives here 
or, or transplants or, or whatever terminology you want to you want to call them i feel like they've done more of those touristy attractions yeah. you know than than, than us natives mm-hmm. you know what i mean um i think that everyone lives life at a different rate you know at a different speed mm-hmm. so some people may feel more cultured to, to San Francisco in three, four years. Others may take seven to 10, others may take 15. I, I don't know, I mean, it depends on everyone's you know scenario. But I feel like for me, specifically, to be considered a uh, San Franciscan, like a real San Franciscan, mm-hmm. you have to have your spots in the city that you go to for you know your food, your drinks, wherever, you know, but they're not these big names that people will normally go to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Like, I feel like if you have those little spots that you're like, you know, Roxy Sandwich Shop. Don Chewy's in Excelsior. Right? <laughs> you know, like you have your little spots where you're like, they're not, they weren't on, you know, Travel Channel. Yeah. They weren't on, you know, some blog. No, like they're just, you know, mom and pop little hole in the walls where you're just like bomb food or bomb drinks, whatever it is, you know. That's when you're like you're a San Franciscan, yeah. because you're not following the whole idea of oh this I read this on this blogger, uh, you know it's it's on Travel Channel's best ten bars mm-hmm. in San Francisco, you know no yeah. it's it's literally like it's been there it's an institution of the community, and it's gonna continue being an institution of that community for the next twenty thirty forty fifty years whatever how long it's gonna be you know I think that's when you're considered a San Franciscan. Mm, that's fair. You know, and, and that's just me. I mean I don't know how other people. Yeah, because I don't. I don't even know if you can put like a time, like a time period on it. Yeah. Of like, I don't think living here for two years even gave you enough time to experience anything because I guarantee those two years you were working. Pretty much. So I feel like if you've been here for five years, like at least, I think that's like a good amount of time that you were able to experience something. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the time, there's no real time that you could say, like, yeah. five years, you're a San Francisco. Yeah, no, it's like, not you're that. not going to hop. You're not going to. No, it's like, like I said, some people will know the, the little spots because they hang out with natives or other San Francisco that have been here longer. So they know some spots and they're like, yeah, that's my spot to go to this. You know, it's a little hole in the wall. Um, others may not have that, those kind of, you know, relationships with, the, with others and may find these on their own, you know, one drunken night or, you know, they were you know, going through a place in San Francisco that they never knew that were, you know, mm-hmm. and then they found this little spot. You know what I mean? Um, so there's no real time for it. But once you have your list of places that you yeah. go to, the blue store, you know? Yeah. That's a... That's <laughs> it's a not good... SF, but it's still Bay Area. Yeah, and it's still something that you know. When it's it's to know when you've uncovered a good amount of hidden gems. Exactly. That's that's a... I, I respect that answer. I, I don't think it's a length of time because you could be here for a year and somehow come across five hidden gems and then you're a G, you know? So that I can, I agree with that. That's a good response. So, you know, being a local San Franciscan, and this is coming from two natives, Mm -hmm. you know, which I believe we, we're up there in the rung of uh, royalty. (laughs) Uh, You know, there's no time. There really is no time. It's like, once you got those little spots and, and I think also like once you start playing tourist, and I'm talking about playing tourists, not being a tourist, playing, playing tourists. Tourist, that's when you're like, you're a local. And you can you can appreciate the city. Yeah. With, like 10 times more than you did before. Like, like I appreciate it more when we do those nights because exactly. I'm like, damn, I haven't been down here in a minute. You know, like one that I think we need to do at some point when we were able to yeah. is walk around the wharf. I haven't yeah. I haven't had a 
you know, a Fisherman's Wharf, like, Pier 39 time. I mean, because, honestly, no one, like, living here, you know why you don't want to go down there. Yeah. It's a hype. Like, I, I cannot stand driving down there. Parking is a freaking nightmare yeah it's i can't even think of the word nightmare doesn't even cover no. it's it's horrendous trying to find a parking spot down there taking public transportation is already because you have to hop on the f and you got to go you know but or if I, you want a cable car from F- powell all the way down yeah you can you do know. it that way too like there's ways to get there yeah but, but i just i 30 stockton yeah for real though oh but i just i feel like i haven't gone there in such a long time yeah, like i know we did ghirardelli that one night and then, yeah. but that doesn't that doesn't count. But we drove by though. We drove, it wasn't even. Yeah, like, we, we didn't even wow. hop out. Yeah, but I want to like actually let let me wait for a little bit. Yeah, you know, because when I go down there, I'm gonna want to hit up the spot and like get some crab legs or something. You yeah, know what I mean? I but I don't. Right. Definitely, yeah, but definitely. I, that's something we have to do because I haven't done that in a really long time. You know, like the funny thing, you know, like playing tourists too. Like obviously, the wharf is a big one. Mm-hmm. Pier 39 is another one. Um, and they're obviously right, you know, the same location. But like, also like for 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 those film buffs, you know, like the Full House house, oh, yeah. you know, which is not in St. Elmo Square. It's not. It's, it's not the looking, painted yeah, ladies. Yeah, the painted ladies, and then the actual like exterior of the Full House house are in two different places. Locations. Like it's in two. They're not even next to each other. Like you have yeah, to, you have to get out there. Like know. the Full House house, the one that they use on the exterior, is closer to the Mrs. Doubtfire house yeah. than the painted ladies are. You know, and that's and that's another thing. You know, like the Steiner House, the Mrs. Dot Firehouse on Steiner. So, like, how many people don't love Robin Williams? Which Robin Williams lived in San Francisco. Yep. Just to, for those that's that don't know, that's why most of his movies were based in, in San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, funny story actually. My uncle, being a UPS driver, actually delivered to, to Robin Williams' that's house, dope. which is dope as hell. Um, but that's obviously another story. But you know, you know that you know how many times have we seen the Steiner House? Like honestly. Uh, tons yeah a like lot. a lot but like those nights where you were days that you play tourist and you go and you're like oh my god let me take it it's the mrs doubtfire house yeah oh my god let me snap this right you know and you're just putting your filters in and it's like how many times you know so i, th- I think that's what i'm getting at where it's like where you play tourist you've been to these places yeah, multiple yeah, yeah. times you know about them you know it, it's just more of like you're playing tourist you know to, mm-hmm. to to be to fit in with the crowd of tourists that will be there you yeah. know another one Lombard. Oh yeah. The world's crookedest street in the world. You know. Maybe we shouldn't go down that street because the last time we went down that street, somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I scraped my rim. Relax. <laughs> For someone who has driven down the street so many times, all of a sudden couldn't drive down the street that night. <laughs> yes, I know. I scraped my rim a little bit my on that goodness. street. It happened. All right. It is what it is, all right? It really is a crooked street to drive down. Yes. Slide, slide in the DMs if you want to see the video. <laughs> shout, Do not. Shout out, shout out to the Seller Podcast IG. Slide in the DMs. I got you. I will send you this video so you can see. So you can see this moment. Yeah, but this video does not. It's, it looks worse than really what it was. <laughs> all right? It looks worse. Anyways, you know, those are like obviously touristy spots that people go to. Coit Tower, another one, which is right there by Lombard as well. You know, so all that kind of good stuff that, that, that are, you know, like I said, you're playing tourist. You're not an actual tourist. You've probably been here multiple times as a native, but it's just one of those where you're like, let's play tourist. You know, I think that's also what makes you a local when you, you're going out of your way to do it yeah. versus, oh, it's something I have to do because I'm in San Francisco. You know what I mean? I and so I, th- I think that's what it is. I mean, man, I mean, 
like I said, I think people are going to kill me for not going to Alcatraz, which is, I, I apologize. We, we can, uh, we're, we're, it's definitely on, on my things I'm, to I'm do. on it, guys. I'm on it. Yeah, so AJ's going to... Challenge follow, accepted. Yeah, AJ's going to pull me uh, from my house, you know, pull me by the ear and drag me to Alcatraz, which I, I need to do, um, you know. So that's kind of the, the scenarios that we, uh, that, that we get into and all that kind of good stuff. But once again, I think that's what it is, where, where, where you consider local is once you have those spots, you play tourist, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're considered a San Franciscan, a local, yeah. you know, versus somebody who just comes here for college, you know, as a state or USF or I don't know what other universities are out here anymore, Golden Gate University. Yeah. It's a bunch nowadays, you know, um, you know, that that's when you were considered mm-hmm. a native. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, this is home. I, I think also it's for us. I mean, as natives, I think. It's home. I, I don't see myself. And I've thought about it. Trust me. I've thought of, you know, other places possibly that I'm like, oh, maybe San Diego. San Diego's nice. It has, mm-hmm. has the nice L.A. weather, but it has a San Franciscan somewhat vibe, you know. But, you know, but this is home. Like, this is really, really home. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if uh, I would consider any place home. But how about you? Would you would you leave, leave SF? Like, just if money's not an option, like, there's no restrictions. You could go anywhere you want. You'll have a job, blah, 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 blah. Is there any place that you can be like, I'm leaving SF for that place? Off the top of my head, no. Um, you lie. With, <laughs> well, because it is, I agree, it is home. And I don't know if it's just because I can't imagine myself living anywhere else. Because I could, I could visit places. Yeah, me too. You know, and I can get kind of a, a vibe of how that city is. And it's funny how you mentioned like, oh yeah, San Diego. If, if anything, if I were to leave San Francisco, it would still be in California near a beach. Like I can't imagine myself relocating into like anywhere without a beach. That that's one. Like I need to be by the water because that's what I know. I can't live anywhere that's inland and all just land. I I can't. And flat. Yeah. And like no. Like hills. no. No disrespect to anybody that lives in a place with land. Like I mean, I I think it's beautiful to to visit places like that. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to live in a place to have to maintain that. Like that's that's another thing in my head that I think about. You know, another thing. But with you saying money is an option isn't an option. Yeah. It's it's not it's not a, like a yeah, thing that like, you have to worry about. Them. Then that that changes my whole other mental thought about. If I leave, I can't come back because when you live in San Francisco, it's it's a it's a pretty penny to live here, yeah. you know. And we're I think we're we're always neck and neck with New York as the the most expensive city to live in. We're always swapping first and we're, second we're, place. We're alternating all the time with them because it is the cost of living in SF is insane. So if again money is not an option for me, and I have the chance to come back, then you know maybe somewhere in the East Coast, but then I'm, I would most likely end up in New York, which is still going to be the same vibe as San Francisco. So if anything, yeah. I would relocate to a place that still gives me that vibe, but I'm just living in a different time zone. Yeah, That's that's pretty much what it is in my head. I can't imagine not living here. Not even that my family lives here. Like, it's not even about that. It's just, this is what I know. It's a, it's just, this is who I am. I am, like, I'm from here. I, I live and breathe, like, live and breathe the city. Like, I can't, it's, I rep it all the time. Like, I'm proud to be from here. So I don't know if I would leave. What about you? I didn't want the question to come back. It was it's gonna, no, it's, it's going to ricochet because I felt like your, your answer was a scapegoat. You, like, you softened it like, oh, yeah, man, I can't. I can't do it. So what about you? You give your real answer. Yeah, now, no. I'm going to spin it back on you. Hell, hell no. Nah. You're not getting this out of this my, one. I know. And, and that's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very difficult, you know. Mm-hmm. I have family here. Obviously, I grew up here, you know, born and raised here. Um, money not being an option, it's kind of the same thing. Like, if I went to the East Coast, where would I go? You know, New York? Exactly. You know? 
Miami's nice. Miami's, you know, awesome and it definitely has a good, you know, Latino population, good Latino food out there, Cubans, Puerto Rican food. Uh, actually, more Cuban and Central American food there. Puerto Rico's usually New York. Um, you know, Midwest, it's kind of hard when you live in San Francisco with so many hills. You have, you know, the beach, you know, so... And and I just I went to Minnesota earlier this year, so you Same. know you know so you, you know how Minnesota is. Minnesota is really really nice as well, you know. And and for those listening, Minnesota nice really exists. Yeah. They want to say that they're like what that exists? No, it really does exist. People there are really really nice, um, you know. So that kind of scenario. I mean, you know, I thought you know, Seattle, you know, once again, but it's a lot of rain. <laughs> you know, kind of scenario. Uh, San Diego is probably the closest to San Francisco where I felt where I, like I have non-San Francisco vibes, which is like the beach, you know, Balboa Park, which yeah. is kind of like Golden Gate Park technically a little bit. Um, you know, so you have the nice L.A. kind of style weather. And then you have like the downtown Gaslamp Quarter, which kind of feels like SF a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, maybe. I've thought of it over and over and over again. But this is home. Yeah. Like, it, all, it all comes back to it being home. It's home. Like, and don't get me wrong, there are times, and I don't know about you, AJ, but there's times where I'm just like, I am sick and tired of being here. Yeah, oh, all the time. I go through that. Like, like at least once a week, yeah. at least. And that's not going to But I'm never, I'm never going to actually pull the trigger and dip. I exactly. Can't. And, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, even with money not being an option, like, like or, or a hurdle, you know, like, job not being a hurdle, nothing of that sort. Like, it's home. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if I did leave, I'd be visiting very often, or I'd feel homesick because yeah. it would be a different. I'd be location. going through withdrawals. Yeah, day. big yeah. time. And then, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, I'm a big taqueria kind of guy. Burritos, tacos. Hello. I used to be. <laughs> I know you used to be. You get your vegan lifestyle stuff, but you know what I mean. Like, you can't just find that place anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so it's like you know, some of those recipes, or, or not recipes, but like restaurants and those kind of cuisines that you have in San Francisco, which are a bunch. It's not really. Easily found all around the, the U.S., mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So does that cl- clear it up for yeah, you? Yeah, that, like, that, that's a sufficient response. I will accept that answer. You will accept that one. You know, Survey so, says it's good. Ding, ding, ding. Hold on, let me, let me press the button. Ding, ding. Uh, you know, but it, it's home, and I think you feel the same yeah, way. Yeah, no, this 100%. Thing. And, you know, with that being said, let, let, how about you for the audience? We'll have, you know, two questions here. Obviously, we want to know, for those that are not from San Francisco, would you want to live in San Francisco? You know, so it's your time to shoot your shot. You know, if you're not from San Francisco, you know, would you want to live here and why? You know, so uh, let us know there. And for those that are from San Francisco or even the Bay Area, would you still want to be here? Is this home, like just as we're saying it? Or would you bounce immediately to someplace else? And where would you go? And where would you go and why? So let us know. Hit us up on uh, on our socials. Obviously, we have Instagram. The underscore seller underscore podcast. And then Twitter is at the seller pod. Exactly. So Twitter at the seller pod. And then IG at the underscore seller underscore podcast. Yes, sir. Um, Let us know, you know, once again, if you're not from here, if you would want to live here and why, and then if you are from the area, if you would leave and where to and why. Yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, so let us know. We'll uh, definitely be responding on those socials, and uh, we'll catch you all on episode three. Yep, see you later. See you later.